Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Where will each chapter take you? June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. After a stressful take on the valley, there's nothing more relaxing than playing a round of June's Journey. I take in all the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. So can you crack the case? June needs your help, detective. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Welcome back, Vanderpump fans and Sex, Love, and What Else Matters fans, of course. Oh my gosh, you guys, I can't believe we're here. Season one, Vanderpump Rules, VPR, from the start, reunion. We're wrapping it up. We're wrapping it up. I feel like we kind of really wrapped it up with Jax last week, but we do have some more questions we want to answer from y'all. And I definitely have some comments that I have on this reunion and questions for Luke as well. So this is going to be really fun. So first of all, I just want to talk about our fashion because I do remember choosing outfits for this reunion and we were really excited. And looking back, I'm kind of like, hmm. Those were interesting choices we all made. It's a different time. Like my, I've seen pictures of my mom in the 80s, you know, when she was in her 20s and her big, you know, perm like hair mm-hmm. and like it's just the style changes, you know, is yeah. what it is. The 80s were just, the 80s were, ter- it was terrible fashion. <laughs> and clearly so was 2012. <laughs> that's not that bad. Uh, but yeah, that's, I just had to comment on that because I remember like, I actually got a lot of DMs from people about Stassi's like faux fur sort of shoulder pad situation. And to be honest, guys, I had a look that was really similar because she and Katie and I all went to this boutique that Katie's friend owned and was willing to let us borrow things. It was the first time we ever got to like borrow things without buying them. And we were so excited. And I too almost wore the same ish type style dress but instead i went for the some baggy gold number with a giant statement necklace so that was interesting so yeah and it's weird to look back and being like wow we filmed that at sir but from what i remember i think we filmed reunions at sir for at least like three years because we didn't have a giant cast and then when they decided they gave a shit about us they started letting us film at like studios and making it look really cool and special the way housewives get treated rather than the Vander kids. So I think that's just why we filmed it, sir, because it was kind of like, who knows how this show is going to go. We thought it would be a success, but nothing had aired yet. You know what I mean? So through the reunion, just a couple things to recap. Something that I love that Stassi had said was, I think she was prompted, but she was like, people drove all the way from San Diego to see her. To harass her. To harass her. To try to get her to cry or get a rise out of her. Yes. But it was like, for me, and this might sound like, I don't know what, but all the way from San Diego, where as seasons progressed and we still worked at Sur, which we did for a few years, people would literally drive or fly or drive from like Wisconsin and like Australia. There was, I remember one season, one year that I was still working at Sur, Banner Pump Rules was airing. And 
this was the first time I found out, like, I'm not a very worldly traveler, as probably some of my fans know. I haven't been to lots of places. But I learned that Australians get, like, a holiday. Specifically, they get, like, three weeks off or something along those lines a year. So there was one year where it was, like, during kind of our winter time, which is, like, their summer. summer. It's opposite. And they're, there, right. Yeah. And they're on holiday and it would just be nothing but Australian like fans and tourists. And I'm like looking back at season one going, they drove all the way from San Diego. Like That's Sheena funny. does that like, you know, three times a week. <laughs> right. That's a good point. I love Australians though. But it's like wild to think how big the, the show got eventually. Right. The people were flying from across the world to visit America and in their visit to America, they really wanted to come to Robertson Row. They had to come to Sir. It's fucking crazy. And then it was taken to a next level last season. Oh, absolutely. That, a whole nother level. Wow. So anywho, a couple of other things like Kristen gets in the middle of everything. Luke, what do you think about that? Does that sound right? Yes. <laughs> Short answer. Short answer. Yes. Uh, she definitely, she, you've gotten a lot better, babe. I thank you. But you do have a way, even when we started dating, I feel like you've made significant improvements on that where you were, would just be a conflict between two of your friends and you're like, I don't know why they're fighting. So-and-so's right. And you just put yourself in without being asked to. And then mm -hmm. uh, you inserting yourself gets both of them mad at you. And then I'm like, babe, you're doing this to yourself. Man, I, I attest a lot of that growth between not only therapy growth with age, but you, <laughs> because yes. you telling, but you telling me that has a different effect than like ex-boyfriends telling me that, or like other friends, it's your approach is different. And approach is a big deal. Approach it's is everything. just like, yeah. And the sales classes I had in college, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. That's so rule number one. sales bullshit on me and that's how it got to, good for you. No, I didn't use it on you. <laughs> what I'm saying is it, you, the more you're aware of it, the more you Think about the way you present things, whether, you know, just in general in life mm -hmm. and, you know, what result do you want from the information you're presenting? And that's a way to think about things. So you don't yell at somebody if you want them to actually listen. Mm. You would make a terrible reality producer because you would do the opposite of what of what they want out of shit, but like an excellent life coach. <laughs> oh, well, thanks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. Thank you. But I agree. My Enneagram says that I am number one, the fixer. So I'm working on it. Oh, and then remember, something I wrote down was um, when they brought up if uh, there was any physical assaults between Stassi and Jax. I was like so shocked. It, I remember as we were watching it together, right, the reunion, I looked at my own face and I remember being like completely blindsided that they were going to bring this up because I had we did not know they were going to bring this up. Yeah, I'd imagine. I mean, you could see it and at, I felt like that's pretty taboo, but that's, you know, kind of a different time. We were watching roasts last night and talk about cringy stuff. There were some times I'm like, whoa, 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 Like whoa. we would not get away with that you today. You can't do that. Right. And I feel like everyone's going to be like, oh, like, so you're okay with physical abuse? Like, of course not. Of course I'm not okay with physical abuse. I'm not okay. You know, Jack said, oh, I deserved it. Like, I don't know. I'm not getting into that. But what I will say is, I remember, and I have not thought about that night in ugh, I don't, since, you know, 11 years. I remember the night that that happened because Stassi was in Chicago. I was working at Sir, and Guillermo, the owner of Sir, one of the owners, came up to me with the surf, like the, the surf phone, like the off, you know, from the restaurant. And he's like, Stassi's on the phone. She wants to talk to you. 
like she's freaking, like she's, I don't know, however he worded it, like she's panicked. She's very panicked. And I'm like, what the hell? So I'm on the surf phone because I'm not looking at my cell phone. I'm waiting tables, right? This is like a different time. And she was like, I'm at a pay phone and I punched jacks and I'm freaking out. And like, I don't know what to do and I don't know where to go. And it was just like, holy shit. So it just like brought me right back to that moment of like little 23 year old Stassi being in like a completely other side of like the country. Right. At a payphone. No one's okaying physical abuse, but it was just a, we're just recapping what we saw. And it was just a very wild moment to like reflect on when they brought up like how Jax likes to date women who are like, wear the pants. I need yeah. a calendar. I need a schedule. Mm-hmm. Does that sound familiar? You know, Jackson, Brittany. Uh, yeah, I think he likes that. I honestly, Brittany runs that house. Sure. Uh, but I Jack's think a great partner. Brittany runs that shit. A lot of people I think would do better with structure. So I'm not going to good point. bash on Jack's for that. I mean, no, not at all. Somebody, I'm not bashing him. I'm yeah, saying yeah. it's familiar because it's funny because this was so, this was 11 years ago. And now looking at Jack's now, he still prefers the structure, the help with the structure, the calendar, Brittany, that he and Brittany share like a big giant like desktop calendar they have to write in they have a planner right and but jacks may be like chaos and not exactly have much self-control over his words and his emotions at times but and I he's think the he, first to admit it he'll admit it yeah yeah this was the whole apology tour which from what jack said on the last episode every he's like all of the reunions blur together it's me apologizing for everything <laughs> and being like I'm sorry i'm a work in progress and you know all those things so he, he doesn't remember one from the other but i mean just own it, I guess. I mean, I think yeah. he does have a better perspective on who he is than a lot of people. I agree. And and to touch on what you said about structure, like that is where I will compare myself to Jax very much so that I do need, like, that's why I love being with you because you are that helpful structure for me. But I'm not, I'm definitely not Brittany. Do you want me to step my game up? Do you want me to maybe create more structure for you? We I'm need really a shared good calendar. with calendars. Yeah. We need a shared calendar because okay. I will add everything that you say into it because I know. I'm really good with calendars, but I just have too many of them. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah. I have like a day planner, a desktop. I have my phone. I have notebooks. I'm like, which notebook did I write it down in? I mean, how many times a week do I ask you, don't we have something Friday? You're like, um, I think so, but maybe. I think I wrote it down. Uh, look, let me look at my text. And yeah. yeah. So it's funny in like a cute way that that is Jason Couchy through and through. He wanted to be with someone who is like structure, whereas the pants tells him where to be at what time. And he found that in Brittany. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Hey, babes, too busy with summer plans to cook, but want to make sure you're eating well with factor. Skip the extra trip to the grocery store. Factor, America's number one ready to eat meal kit can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track reaching your goals. Factors Fresh, never frozen meals, are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. They offer delicious, flavor-packed options on the menu each week to fit a variety of lifestyles, from keto to calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and protein plus. Or for an easy wellness boost, try refreshing beverage options like cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. Head to factormeals.com slash Doty5050 and use code Doty50 to get 50% off. That's Doty50 at factormeals.com slash Doty50 to get 50% off. Get it, guys. 
so you don't know this because you're not a Vanderpump watcher, Luke, but all the fans would know. This is when Sheena's very famous "Sorry, not sorry" came in. Oh, I didn't didn't even know that was an iconic line. A very iconic line wow. that I think just was used on repeat and probably still is used on repeat. Sorry, not sorry. I thought that was really funny. And Sheena was also so much up Stassi's ass at this reunion. Sheena, I fucking love you, but oh my god, I was cringing. She was like, "Yeah, Stassi and I are really good friends now. We we hang out." all the time. Oh my God. We love, she's like, yeah, she's Sassy's like, I, I love Sheena. I do. And she was just looking so pleased, so pleased with herself. And Katie and I are like, <laughs> Oh, we were oh, such man. children. Yeah. The, the something that didn't change, I guess in the reunion was Stassi didn't really apologize or own much of it. She was, all, it was kind of poor Stassi. And there are some points absolutely that it was like, okay, in some ways she was right. Mm-hmm. In certain ways, she still handled it very poorly. If you were right, like you still have a, a conversation and not don't just freak out. And the whole, like, I guess it's gray and people may never know how much truth there is to the whole Frank being involved before. But mm-hmm. to me, he had to have been. Well, she admitted she had been seeing him. Right. Or hanging out with him but before. The, yeah, but I, you're right. Because you said that while we were watching it. You're like, wait, they didn't even bring up the fact that she fucked Frank before she and Jax broke up. They like skated right past it because... No, they did. They asked her and she said, absolutely not. Oh, did, did, yes, did that did. happen? She, I believe so. She denied oh, shit. it. shit. But okay. I, re- I remember but, but the Schwartz shirt thing wrong. But they didn't like continue wrong, on so. it, right? Like it was kind of just let go. They just let it die, yeah. Because it was like ja- it. Jax's infidelity was bigger or more interesting for television. So it was kind of like, eh, whatever, Stassi did that, but look what Jax did. And that's funny because Jax is always like, it's always look what Jax did. It's always like all eyes on me. And in this case, like, well, he's kind of right. But it did end that way in the the season. The finale was Jax being like, I fucking lied the entire time. So (laughs) we can't deny that. And just to add, actually to tag onto what you just said, I wrote down like a Stassi quote, which was like, you know, this is documented and everyone has an opinion about it and that it was just so hard after. Well, like, what the fuck? That's fucking reality TV, man. It's TV. Well, reality TV, just TV in general, people have opinions about the role you, you played, mm-hmm. how well you acted, you know, how you carried yourself, what you're willing to do. But with reality being that it is your real life, of course, there's going to be even deeper judgment and that stuff's going to happen. I mean, I can't imagine. Well, the thing is we, I guess, so I'm just trying to play devil's advocate where it's like, yes, on reality TV, of course, people are going to have opinions. We're here to entertain. We're here for people's opinions. And at the same time, it is, it is frustrating because everyone doesn't know the ins and outs. And I think I've said this on repeat for the last 12 years of my life. Just remember, you guys don't know everything. Definitely not. Got to give a little grace, you know? Yeah. I mean, let's repeat what's been said before, that you shoot 10 times the content that they air. They choose the way they want it to be perceived to some degree. I mean, everything that happened really happened, but there's some context cut out. Correct. Yeah. A lot of context. We're a one-dimensional human being, so you're not going to see all the sweetness if Crazy Kristen's way more interesting, or if Cheating Lying Jax is more interesting, you're not going to see the kind, loving sides of, of certain people. So speaking of that, let's talk about Laura Lee for a minute. I thought it was quite interesting watching this reunion back and hearing Lisa Vanderpump say, you know, Laura Lee was not stable enough to date Jax, but... Was Laura Lee stable enough to film a reality show, Lisa? So why the hell did you let her on the show? Interesting. That, that's a fair point. I think that's a very fair point. I, I mean, still, were any of us that stable? I, I wasn't stable enough to do season one. That's for damn sure. Well, I think she knocked it out of the park. So. Laura Lee, I know yeah. you are Laura Lee's number one fan. 
Which I agree. I think well, she's phenomenal it was just, television. It was and, just because the way the season went was I was very against Stassi the whole time. Right. And that Laura Lee's like stood up to it and laid it out there so well. Like she was so well spoken when she came at her. I was like, fuck yeah. Somebody's going to stand up to her finally and really say everything. Call it out like it is. Yeah. And honestly, looking back, I feel like even though season one was very much like the dysfunctional relationship of Jackson Stassi. And then we were all parts of that story in a way. But really, when you think about it, I think fans were like either Team Laura Lee or Team Stassi. Not Team Jax or Team Stassi. It was more like, I like Laura Lee a lot, or I really, I, I like Stassi's Mean Girl ways. That's fair. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Looking back, I think that. Um, but then they bring up the Laura Lee and Jax, you know, having sex in bathrooms all over. So I was like thinking about that and... I've clearly never had sex at Sir because that place is, especially back then, was dirty as fuck. And I'd pretty much rather have sex anywhere than Sir's dirty VIP bathroom. So I was thinking of places I'd rather have sex. I, I named three. So if you can come up with three off the bat, Luke, or two or whatever. So do these need to be like something that could be considered gross or just three places I, I want to have sex? I think that are considered gross. So okay. I'll just, I'll throw you my first one that came out. The first thing that came to my mind was a Spirit Airlines bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. I don't even know how you get two people in there. Yeah, I don't but, even know how one fits, to be right. honest. Hmm. Does, do the doors work? <laughs> <laughs> and then I also said, uh, I'd rather have sex in the dumpster in the alley behind Sir than have sex in Sir's VIP bathroom. <laughs> okay, I can't get on board with that one. Okay. I also said I'd rather have sex in my mom's bed. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, what about you? I'd rather have sex in your mom's bed. <laughs> That's and... so unfair. It's cheating. <laughs> um, let's see. What about your parents' bed? Your grandma's um, bed? Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd do that over. You've been to Sir. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would. Uh, and then another one. Let's go with a. Go dark. Go deep. <laughs> uh, this isn't that dark or deep, but it's not the first thing that came to mind because of how much okay. driving back and forth I do is a. Uh, loves truck stop shower. I mean, that actually sounds really clean and lovely. It probably is clean. I don't know. It just seems like like sex in a truck stop shower just feels dirty. And it probably is it actually feel a gross. fairly clean It also space. sounds like a horror movie. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like the, for the sure. The opening to a horror Bas- movie for the, you know, the unnecessary nudity. And yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You have the scene and then all of a sudden. There's like tits for no reason. Yeah. <sighs> Welcome to Sir. Oh, I have another question for you, Luke, actually. So obviously, you guys, we're just like recapping everything. We basically just recapped. But as I'm thinking about things, you know, we go over the Frank getting fired. Then he meets Mark and Dana, Saucy's parents. And Jax was saying like how difficult that was for him because he was so close to them and have for him having to like hear about it and like watch that back. I just kept thinking about like how my mom would react in that situation. And like, how would your parents react in that situation? Like my mom feels like she has to be mom and dad. And that's how I know my mom loves you, Luke, because when she met you, she did not grill you. And she has like been the best cunt ever to most of my ex-boyfriends in the very beginning. But like, what would your parents be like if they like, let's say me, you know, they meet me for the first time and I'm like, I got fired on. And I basically am like talking shit about you to your parents. (laughs) Like, uh, I think they would more clam up than anything and have and then very later little on. to say. And later on, I, cause you know, afterward, typically there's like the follow up. I'd be like, so what do you think of her? I'm really, you know, yeah. you know, we're together. I love her, this sort of thing. And they'd be like, well, uh, that's a hard no. She's never welcome over. <laughs> that's uh, not, they're not hardcore like that. They're like, whatever makes you happy is what my mom. Okay. Says. What if it was your kid? 
it was my kid. Yeah. What if it was our kid and then we had a daughter and she bring, we know she was just with this dude that we didn't, you know, AKA Jax that we weren't like, the biggest fan of, but they had been dating for a while and he was definitely a part of like the family. Well, they break up and now she brings this guy in who is supposedly on paper so much better, right? He's in commercial real estate and blah, blah, blah. Well, then you meet him. We meet this guy and we have drinks and, and, and we, food we had with just, him. We had just split a bottle of vodka before they got there. Totally. Yeah. Uh, and he starts basically talking shit about our daughter to us. Well, I think the... It depends. I would I think, lose my fucking mind. I would, but you got to keep in context if how much they disliked. If they really disliked Jax, if they really were feeling strongly, like, thank goodness she's moving on, they're going to be more willing to put up with stuff like that. You know, like, yeah. that's the best way I can think of it is in a mindset that you don't like and you hope that your daughter doesn't end up with the guy that she's with. She brings someone new. Obviously, that's not the best start, but there's going to be some degree of that thing you were hoping for trumping the fact yeah. that well, we'll find out seasons later that Frank is the biggest piece of shit to walk the planet earth. So, okay. We'll That's see a bold that. Statement. Oh, trust me when you find out you'll, you'll know. Oh, one last thing I wanted to comment on before we get to some of these questions was I thought it was very uncanny. Um, very interesting. Tom Sandoval. So number one, Luke was like, I, was Tom Sandoval really even a part of this season? <laughs> <laughs> Which I, is so I funny mean, to watch back. He really wasn't. He wasn't. He like shaved his forehead. He and... tried really, really hard to be like extra. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, think about it. It was like every time you did see him, he was like performing in a way. Right. And I think that's why it wasn't interesting because it didn't feel genuine and real. But what I thought was interesting was Tom versus Stassi in this. And he goes, you know, Stassi, you only want people around who kiss your ass. You just want like, yes, people. Think about Tom Sandoval now. Yeah. He doesn't want to hear someone else's side. He wants to hear, yes, yes, Tom, you're right. I got to agree with him in that situation though. That's definitely the way she was portrayed this season is that right. she didn't like you guys being your close friends, which are friends that I like that set me straight when I'm not I, like, I guess I just have the awareness to know sometimes I'm not thinking straight mm -hmm. and I'm emotional and I'm being a, you know, like, fuck this person. I have no interest in totally. da, 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 da. And they'd be like, well, take a breath, hear me out. And you sit there and do that. If you really respect your friends, if you're like, yeah, really you don't, I, I, I agree with you completely. I don't like people around me that are just like, Oh my God, you're right. Fuck them. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. They're... And just create more chaos. Exactly. Right. Yep. But I just thought it was quite interesting for lack of a better word of just n knowing Tom all these years and now knowing what we've seen you know, and what I know about him, he literally is like the king of surrounding himself with yes people. So I just well, thought it was really interesting. Yeah, though I thought uh, I thought it was interesting that Sandoval like was getting choked up, saying he knows <laughs> he knows that Jax is a pathological liar, and we're still friends. And he was like, "Oh my god, you did look at me, and you were like, holy shit! I know, I I knew you're a pathological liar, man. Like, but I'm still your friend." Who says one pathological liar? I can't. Ooh, Ooh la la. So that was kind of that, but we have a t shit ton of DMs from you guys. So we want to like roll through these. Some are questions for me and some are for you, Luke. All right. Let me have them. Okay. So Luke, for you, what would you, well, actually this is like almost like a double header. How sad is Luke that Laura Lee isn't at the reunion? It would have been more entertaining for me. I will definitely say that. I, I 
not sad necessarily, but I think <laughs> I would have enjoyed the reunion a lot more if she was there. Have you ever watched, this is a question for me, have you ever watched, I know you're not a reality TV guy, but like, have you ever seen any reunions of any reality show ever? Hmm. Like, do you know that sometimes they bring people in later? I mean. People bring receipts with them, AKA like texts and emails. And like, do you, did you know that that could happen? It did not happen at this reunion. Nah, it's but, not really, not really my jam. I was thinking, you right. know, I, I watched Survivor growing up, but they didn't really have, they just had the final episode was a live reading of the votes. Right. But it it's a little different. It was kind of reunion. Yeah. And it's not like, it's not. Uh, okay. show so based you, on drama. So you don't know that like there was, I mean, for me, I did know that Laura Lee had quit sir and because we were friends and like was moved on to these different acting projects, but had she not, it would have been like a, Oh shit moment. Had she, they've been like, and Andy was like, and we have Laura Lee joining us right now. Like that would have been the tip. So wait, you're telling me that Stassi wasn't her only friend. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> oh my goodness. Who would have thought? It's yeah, Laura Lee had a key to my apartment, guys. We were friends. And Luke, what would you ask Laura Lee about season one? Like if she were sitting here right now, what would you be curious about? Hmm. Like one or two questions. What would I ask Laura Lee? I would, uh, <laughs> um, I don't, I, I'm not good at this. I don't know what I'd ask her. Ask what would her. you say to her? I'd say I'd give her a pat on the back and say one of my favorite parts of the season was you laying in Astasia at the the meeting, yeah. the team meeting. Uh, I might, might ask her if she prepared that or if that was just off the cuff because she nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I like it. Uh, this is for both of us, Luke. And this says, can you and Luke rate my reunion look from one to 10 just for fun? One to 10, like not just versus other people's looks. Or we can do that too. Do you want me to pull up a picture? Do you remember? I just pulled up. Oh, a you picture. did? Yeah, okay. yeah, I did. I loved my hair. See, I, yeah, I loved your hair. I, my blonde, really blonde tips. And my my cool Kate Beckinsale from Underworld, like long bob, my lob. I loved my hair. The dress, not so much. Statement necklaces, definitely not my thing. I'd say, I wasn't mad about it, though. My I, shoes were horrendous. I liked yours and Sheena's looks the best. You liked Sheena's look? Better than Stassi's and Katie's. Yeah. Oh, see, I liked Katie's look. Sheena's, I liked for Sheena because it was like edgy pop princess, you know? Yeah, I guess it fit her. I, mean, I don't know. That's, hmm. but so I'd from say a one to 10. One to 10. Um, one to 10 on the four girls. On the four, I don't care to get them all Let's just do that. Um, let's see. Well, you see. just looked at the picture. I know. What do you rate um, me? 11? Uh, let's or no, because go. my boobs were small and I was too skinny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you a nine, Kristen. Thank you. I'll give Sheena an eight. Okay. And then kind of Stassi and Katie are kind of together, like seven and a half. I'm not going to put okay, that far down. Okay, that's not mean at all. But yeah. there. What about Jax's sweater? I mean, it fits. I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's so perfect. Fits. Right. I mean, you got <laughs> to give, <laughs> give him credit. I feel like I would do the same thing if I knew I'd, one, worn a chunky knit sweater to Vegas in the summer. Right. It's wild. And then thrown it off for a fight scene. I'm wearing a sweater to the reunion. That that's makes sense. A, that's actually a brilliant point. Yeah. Are you ever out in the world going about your life when suddenly a sexy, impulsive thought pops into your mind? Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with stories about second chance romances and hot and heavy hookups. Hear me? It's radically inclusive. 
Dipsy has stories for straight and queer listeners, and 56% of stories are voice acted by people of color. You can now listen to spicy audios by your favorite TikTok creators. New content is released every week, so you can always find something new to explore. They also have soothing sleep stories. Let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up things during your me time. For listeners of my show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash Kristen. That is 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsystories.com slash Kristen. Remember guys, get it now, dipsystories.com slash Kristen. Are you tired of cycling through trending skincare products that all claimed smooth wrinkles, but don't really deliver results at the end of the bottle? Well, support for today's episode comes from One Skin, founded by a team of four female PhD level longevity scientists with over 15 years of experience studying the biology of aging. When you have healthier skin, you have better looking skin. Is your current skin regimen clinically proven to reverse the molecular age of your skin? If not, give One Skin a try and see the difference. What I loved about my first time trying One Skin was how quickly it absorbed into my skin. It was fast. You guys like fast. Left my skin feeling so soft and didn't have any stinky fragrances that gives me headaches after applying. We've all been there. One Skin is for everyone that wants to prevent or reverse the signs of aging with a groundbreaking approach. One Skin addresses skin health at the molecular level, targeting the root causes of aging so skin behaves, feels, and appears younger. It is time for you to experience a new skin health routine at a discounted rate today. Get 15% off with the code DOTI at oneskin.co. That's 15% off at oneskin.co with code DOTI. We only have one body, one skin, and only you can choose to make it better. Age healthy with one skin. Hey there, podcast listeners. Let's talk about something many of us can relate to, the dreaded pre-period week. You know what I don't miss at all? That vicious week before the period. Personally, during that time, I used to feel like I wanted to crawl out of my own skin. And those cravings? Oh boy. I could have eaten my own hand off if it was rolled a batter and deep fried. Plus, feeling a bit down or off was just part of the package. But guess what? It doesn't have to be that way anymore. Thanks to Astro Control from Happy Mammoth, managing PMS has become so much easier. Happy Mammoth, the company behind Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And they mean business when it comes to quality. They only use science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. No compromises. And the biggest benefit? Feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 17,000 reviews for Hormone Harmony. And... Here's the cherry on top. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your first entire order at happymammoth.com. Just use code Kristen at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use code Kristen for 15% off today. Okay, next question. Kristen, how long did it take to film the reunion? Oh, fucking boy. It takes everything out of your soul. So from, from my soul's perspective, a year um, in real time, I feel like different. I don't remember this one specifically, but like anywhere from like 12 to 16 hours. You show up. What? Ass early. Oh, yeah. Like six. Are you serious? Yeah. Like, like seven in the morning, probably you show up, you start glam, but you're doing glam with like a bunch of people. This one was obviously less time because as far as getting ready, because there were less of us. But then, oh yeah, you're filming 
especially when we had like two to three reunions, you're filming, yeah, tw- I would say like 12 to 16 hours. You're going into the night and Andy wants to like literally blow his brains out because everyone's screaming and talking over each other and he's just trying to get his questions answered. Do you remember this one specifically? Was this one that long or is that just the last one that you remember being that long? The only thing I remember about this one, it was not as late, but I do remember right after this one, Jax, Sandoval, Katie and I drove straight to Vegas right after because the boys had like a modeling job. Okay. I don't remember where Schwartz was. Maybe That's he fun. met us there or something. But we literally left, got in the car, and Katie drove us all the way to Vegas. Okay. So maybe this one was like a 9 p.m., but it was probably still 12 hours. Damn, that's a that's a long It's day. a lot of setup. I mean, and this is at Sir, but imagine like the amount of crew you have and the lighting and... I just think... Try, it's just okay, a lot. I mean the filming part is what I'm thinking about. Just like sitting in the chair, like trying to maintain good posture so you look yeah, good the whole time. probably 12 hours. 12 hours in the yeah. chair. Screw that. Yep. Nope, it's true. And then to tag onto that, why were we at Sir? Well, because it was season one, but I think we did that for a few seasons, like I said earlier, until they realized we were worth more and we were allowed to have a real studio like the big kids. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Somebody asked, um, who did I hear from that Stassi hooked up with Frank while with Jax? And honestly, you guys, I do not fucking remember, but I'm pretty sure it was Katie. I'm pretty positive Katie told me. I don't remember how Katie knew. Wish I had Katie on this episode right now, but we'll figure that out. So Kristen, did Lisa really manage all the employees or was that just for TV? Uh, That was just for TV. Okay. So it was Guillermo and Natalie. Guillermo and Natalie, 100% ran that restaurant. Peter, sir manager, Diana, who a lot of the fans know, was our general manager for years, but Guillermo and Natalie were there. Guillermo would be there almost every single night. Um, Lisa, I served her multiple times, but sorry guys, she never sat through doing tips with us. <laughs> that was all for TV. Yeah. Well, I figured I called that out right away. I'm like, mm-hmm. that this doesn't exist in the, yeah. <laughs> As someone who knows and like works at a restaurant, yeah, we really like- would do tip outs exactly how you saw it on TV, but it would be Guillermo or a manager that was there. Yeah. And it wasn't like. It's telling Kristen, you had the second most tips tonight and that's why you're still here. Yeah, no, none of that. That was all bullshit. Uh, and then somebody wants to know why I wasn't, actually a few people, why I wasn't Schwartz a main cast member? So season one, it was because Schwartz did not work at Sir. End of story. This was about a group of friends that worked for Lisa Vanderpump. And even though Schwartz was a very, very much an integrated part of our lives, he was our best friend. He lived with Tom and I. He and Katie were living together at this time. He didn't work at Sir and that's... That's just what it was. Okay. That makes sense. You know what I mean? So how did the season one preparation compare to like later season reunions? Okay. That's a good question. So I think prep can go one of two ways and prepping like glam wise in later seasons, obviously we learned like, Oh, get a stylist, you know, grab your looks ahead of time. Also they would sort of we would send our outfit options in at later seasons and get them approved because they want to make sure like three girls aren't wearing the same color of green or whatever it is. Right. It has to all make sense and look good together. Um, and glam wise, we didn't know what the hell we were doing in the beginning. And now we know hire a glam team and make sure we look good. And as far as mentally prepping, I will say, I think I can speak for most of the cast is that we just try to get the best night's sleep we can, which is really difficult. But I do remember Tom Sandoval, as Ariana said on 
Vanderpump's last season, she and Tom in later seasons started like actually like she, he would coach her. Tom never fucking coached me because I'm uncoachable. <laughs> <laughs> Not entirely true. It just it's delicate. Well, I don't want to like sit here and come up with like a master plan. I want to be present and be honest. Right. Where Tom Sandoval was not like that. So what was your first, this is a question from mm-hmm. a fan, but what was your first, oh shit, people are actually watching this moment? Okay. This is a great question. And strangely, I remember the exact moment and it was the first time I felt like a caged monkey in a zoo. I was working at Sir. I believe this was during filming season two, still dating Tom Sandoval and a very drunk customer came up. I was waiting tables at the time Tom was bartending and we were both standing at the bar on the restaurant side and this wasted fan woman came up and literally looked at Tom right in front of me and said, how the hell or like, how the fuck can you be dating this crazy bitch? How are you even with her? And shit like that. But like, I'm standing within like inches from this person And I was like, okay, people are watching this show. People have opinions and they think that they know us. Yeah. And that happened many, many, many times after that, obviously, which is why it became essentially impossible to work, especially working while filming. It was impossible. No, that obviously makes total sense. People are like, um, so are you and Tom like still together? I mean, are you and Stassi really friends? And I'm like, uh, would you like olives or an onion with that martini? Uh, would you like green beans and mashed potatoes with your crispy chicken? Okay. (laughs) Uh, we just have two more fan questions. So how were the seating arrangements decided for the reunion? We do not get to choose where we sit, obviously. And... Typically, I mean, I've, I'll just tell you my opinion because I've never asked Andy or the producers why they do what they do. But I think it's pretty obvious that whoever is kind of the center of the bulk of the storyline sit next to Andy and Lisa. Andy and Lisa are always in the middle, of course. And then I think it has a lot, a lot to do with eyeline. So even though this reminded me of like this past season of Vanderpump Rules, it was like, why does Sheena have to be on like the hated side. Like that's not fair, but it's because Sheena had a good line eyeline with Ariana for filming purposes. So if they know you're going to be talking to or about someone, they're typically going to put you across from that person rather than next to that person. That makes sense. And it's something I've never thought of, but it makes total sense. Yeah. And last question is, uh, what was the worst part of living in Sandoval's apartment? Well, there were many things, uh, preseason one, Preseason one, that place was even more of a disaster, if you can imagine. And I found tenant laws that mean they had to repaint the apartment, give us new carpeting. And uh, they completely like bashed out Schwartz's guest, uh, guest bathroom and I had it redone. So then it was like a little nicer. But just like everybody knows, you can't use the air conditioning with the microwave <laughs> or you blow a fuse. That's so, so, so that funny. That was the worst part. Okay. That's not so bad. No, it was kind of a pain in the ass. Well, I lived there for four years. Okay. I just like to have air conditioning and be able to use my microwave at the same time for fuck's sake. (laughs) Fair enough. But there are worse things (laughs) is all I'm saying. There's a lot worse things people deal with. Okay. Well, and in the beginning of when we first started dating, Tom Sandoval would smoke cigarettes in the apartment and it made me want to throw up all over myself. Yeah. That's not okay. Yeah. So that was it guys. That's season one. We did it. I mean, hell, I feel like Jax really helped out a lot last week. Glad we got to answer all of y'all's questions. Season two is going to be a doozy. Uh, I don't know if I'm really prepared for season two. 
We might have to jump around a little bit for the sake of my mental health. Yeah. I mean, you've told me I didn't realize everything that it encompassed. So it's your lead, babe. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But we love you guys so much. And thanks for listening. Thanks for loving it. Thank you for all the awesome emails, the DMs, the comments. We see them. We hear you. Keep them coming. And we're always here to answer your questions as best we can. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And rate us five stars, please. It really does help. That's that's something you can do if you support us and you like listening to the podcast. Give us a quick rating. It makes a big difference. Give me five stars, bitches. And I am very, very excited for all of our sex love and what else matters uh, guests to come and we'll talk to you guys next week make sure to follow us on social media you can follow me on all platforms at Kristen Doty and follow Luke on Instagram at Luke double underscore Broderick be sure to click the subscribe button so you can stay up to date with new episodes every single Wednesday thanks for listening see you next week the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.